You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Smith and I am joined by my very wonderful co-host Rayshawn Payne. How are you Rayshawn? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing today? You know I'm tired. You're tired? I am. I'm gonna be very honest and candid here and I'm gonna tell all of you why I'm so tired. So Rayshawn and I had a very exhilarating day today. That's a good word. Um, I think that's an excellent (laughs) choice of a word. So we went skydiving today. Yes, we did. So our topic today is going to be about conquering your fears mm-hmm. and living your best life because we definitely conquered our fears. Today. Now, I'm all about don't live your life in fear, but I'm also about don't juggle with chainsaws. And to me, there's something inherently wrong with jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. So good for you guys oh, for doing oh, that. Oh, oh, on the surface. On the, that is our wonderful, talented, great engineer, Dave. We love this guy, Dave. But on the surface, though, I mean, yeah, that's what it looked like. You jumping out of a plane, but when you up there, it, it's like it, it's just feel free. Yeah, it's just it's just I, I wish exhilarating is like the only word I can use to describe it. Yeah, it, it's definitely yeah, an amazing it's a rush. experience. Yes, you definitely will have an extreme adrenaline rush mm-hmm. for sure. So for those of you that are considering it, I say definitely go for it. It's definitely a life-changing event because after you do something like that and you're, you know, 10,000 feet up in the air and you jump, there's, like, no fear. No fear. Yeah. Like, what can you be afraid of after that? The ground. (laughs) (laughs) But we made it. Because if at first you don't succeed, then maybe skydiving is not for you. Well, it it is one of those, you know, you can't really trial and error it. It is kind of like a one and done if you get it wrong. But yeah, but we 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 got it right, you know. We absolutely got it right. Would you do it again? Okay, so let me say this. I would. I definitely. I know you said that after we were done, (laughs) and I was like, you know, I, I don't think I have to do this again. Don't get me wrong; like, I loved it. It was fun. But I feel like once I checked it off the bucket list, it's like, okay, I don't have to do that again because I did that. Like, what's next? I guess I'm ready for, like, my next thrill-seeking adventure. Like, okay. Then you go up higher. We was only at 10,000 feet, so now we got to go to 14. All right. I I want to do bungee jumping. Stacey said no. So hopefully I'm not completely opposed to bungee jumping. I'm just a little concerned about a rubber band. It's just something about (laughs) if that rubber band snaps. I mean, don't get get me wrong. You know, I'm putting my trust with skydiving. You know, I put my trust into this man today because, you know. Oh, yeah. But it it was something about having that other person there versus when you are bungee jumping, you just have that rubber band. And if it pops, that's it. Well, then do it over some water. You'll be all right. (laughs) I guess. You you can swim. All right, guys. So you guys heard about our skydiving experience so now we're going to talk about what we do every thursday we have to talk about these celebrities and what they're doing and entertainment news all right so 
first up, let's talk about this documentary. Okay, so this is more entertainment news. Have you seen What the Health? What the Health? No, I have not. I've heard it talked about it, but no, I have not seen this documentary. Is okay. it kind of like a um, Super Size Me? Okay, kind of. Okay. So it's a documentary on Netflix. Um, and if you haven't seen it, then it's probably because you're too afraid to, like me. Because every person that I know that has seen What the Health, they're like, I'm not eating meat. Like, they're vegetarians right now. Like, for example, our personal trainer. Like, Rashawn and I have a personal trainer that we share. Hey, shout out to Rashard. He's great. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he actually revealed recently, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm not eating meat anymore. I'm a vegetarian. And I immediately said, did you see What the Health? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I did. So... Every person that I know that has seen it immediately turns into a vegetarian. So the film is actually talking about, you know, all of the evidence of how um, dairy products and meat basically compromise our health. So I haven't seen it, as I said before. Hmm. I I, I don't know if I want to just because I'm afraid. I'm not going to lie. I'm afraid. Well, okay. Okay, the super size me. Let me go there. I didn't watch that. Still haven't watched it. Didn't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. And people say, "Oh, you just afraid that you may give up fast food if you watch it." No, it was. I didn't need a documentary to tell me the you know negative effects of fast food. And if you needed a documentary to tell you that fast food is not healthy for you, then you have more problems than we have time to talk about right now. Now, this what the health thing now i remember i don't eat pork and i remember i saw something it was a a pastor on tv and he was talking about how disgusting pork is and how we shouldn't eat it i mean he painted this vivid picture Mm -hmm. i ain't touched it this was like what over 10 years ago i love chicken too much that's all i'm gonna say well i i don't (laughs) eat pork either and i and i gave up pork and my grandfather actually did not eat pork. So for years, he was always encouraging myself and the rest of my family members to not eat it. And I stopped eating it when I was around 17, um, just for my own personal reasons, and I haven't touched it since. Um, But what I can say is, if you come into contact with pork after you've gone that long without eating it, you will regret it. It is not Not a pretty picture at all. all. So... You know, when you guys give up meat, just keep in mind, if you go back, it may not be so pleasant after but, you consume it. I, I guess I can give, because I'm not a big red meat person. You know, I have to have a taste yeah. for a burger or, you know, a steak. You know, there's yeah. nothing I just have to have, you know. But I can't give up chicken. I, I, I'm, I'm usually not still stereotypical, but that's what I tell people. The one stereotypical black thing about me is my love of chicken prepared any particular Gosh. way, served however you're going to serve it. I can't let go of chicken. Or you know, cheese. Chicken oh, and cheese. See, you know, I gave up cheese. Like, I uh, rarely eat dairy products now. So, yeah, I'm. Come on, what's. Uh, uh, this, no fear. <laughs> well, I'm forth. not afraid of eating cheese. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just can't breathe when I eat it. You know, oh, I've no, developed some type of uh, allergy to, you know, dairy products. Well, I made you I've, suffocate yeah, on that double cheese. Older, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks because I'm a fan of cheese. Man, I can't do and it. And sour cream and yogurt and all of those dairy products that I, I love. You just can't take an you know, inhaler with you. <laughs> it's not that serious. Oh, I, I'd rather God. breathe. <laughs> I'm just saying. Come on. Now. So, all right, guys. So, for those of you that are brave enough, go check out What the Health on Netflix. But let's talk about Justin Bieber. 
So Justin Bieber recently canceled his tour to rededicate his life to Christ. So if you had tickets to his latest concert, I know you guys are a little disappointed about the news of the cancellation. But it's for a good reason. Because he wants to dedicate his life to Christ. And he wants to live a better life. And he feels like this is the start of a new journey. And he's done. His life must have been threatened. Compromised some. He was scared for his life. And he just turned to Christ. He just turned to the Lord. Because he he thought whatever situation he was in at that moment, he thought being Justin Bieber was going to get him out of it. But then when he realized he needed a love, he called on the Lord above. And, uh, you know, they said, Lord, hear my cry. And that's what happened. And he's been straight ever since. Well, he did abruptly cancel the tour. So all of his well, He can't crew, be singing that, staff, slow, that secular worldly music. Well, I was going to say, all of his crew and staff, you know, they were totally caught off guard, oh, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure there, a lot of money has been, you know, lost in this situation. I, I'm but, just afraid that, you know, lawsuits won't be filed and all of that. But, you know, they said Jesus paid it all, so. He should be high. He'll be back. Then they always come back. Then Mace come back. Mace did come back. Right. They always, you know, go over to the Lord and they realize that, you know, the funds wasn't as fruitful and multiplying over there. Then they try to come back. Yeah. But, you know, but Justin, good I'm not say, mad at that. Yeah, you know, Justin, do what you have to do to Definitely. make your life better. Definitely. And if rededicating your life to Christ and canceling your tours, what you need to do to fulfill whatever is going on within your life, do it. Exactly. I encourage it. He I had support it. No fear at all of lawsuits and contractual no obligations. He just said, you know what? I'm out of here. And I'm actually okay with that. Justin Bieber was really one of my favorite people. So I'm kind of over the beeps. Now, if he come up with a, like an alternative, you know, like Christian rock album, I may take a look at that just to a Christian <laughs> rock album. I mean, he could pull it off, you know. This girl still out there that's gonna, they probably gonna, he probably got little girls over there right now converting to Christianity, just because he's Justin Bieber. Possibly. All right, mm-hmm. let's move on to our next story. So, Rashawn, yeah. you probably will find this story interesting because I did. So one of Rayshawn's favorite television shows is Moesha. <laughs> and Nisi is kind of going through a little drama right now. Have you heard about what's going on with Nisi? Okay. So Moesha curse. Chris Massey, he's a former child star. Um, he was on That's So Raven as her little brother. Did you watch That's So Raven? Yeah, I watched That's okay. So Raven. So this is something I didn't okay. know. So he has a child with Char Jackson, who played Nisi on Moesha. He has a child with Char Jackson's daughter. Oh, I thought you were to say he had a child with Char Jackson. No. Like that little boy. But go ahead. But he's okay. actually claiming that Char has been physically abusing his two-year-old daughter, and it left at her with a huge gash across her face. So, according to TMZ, they're saying that Chris was granted a temporary restraining order last week against Char Jackson, and he claims that he went to pick up his daughter, Mariah, from a visit with her mom and her grandmother and found a four-inch razor cut across her forehead. The toddler reportedly blamed her grandmother, Char, for the cut, and when Chris approached her about it, she allegedly said she can do whatever she wants. Oh, so of course, mm. Shy is I'm sorry, Shar is denying these allegations. Um, but this is pretty serious. It's very serious. So and that's crazy as hell. Uh, I wouldn't think you know Nisi around there 
cutting babies with pulling, you know, birdie from above the rims over there. I, I wouldn't think she was doing that, but that is something serious. If you find a gash on your child, you definitely want to get to the bottom of that. Absolutely. So, yeah, it ain't nothing to mess with. Yeah. So, nothing to joke with at all. Nothing else. She just said she denied it that she said it. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. She's saying that, you know, she's just caught up in drama. And her daughter did speak out as well. Her daughter did release a statement saying that Chris and um, basically that her and Chris have been having some issues for a while now in terms of getting along and custody over their daughter and that this is just an attempt to shame her mom and make her mom look bad. So... I don't know, but, you know. There's a gash, baby. That came from somewhere. It came from somewhere, and, <laughs> and there has to be somewhere. some type of an explanation oh, for it. She's two. So um, it's, a, it's a little kid. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, you know, kids make up stories, so. But at the it is something to definitely investigate. It absolutely yes, is something to investigate a, because it's a child, it's a child that has been yes. hurt. So. I'm hoping that these allegations are not true. I mean, it was just a, a, an accident right. that, you know, they played a little rough. So that's what I'm hoping. All right. So we're about to close out our entertainment and celebrity news segment. But before we do that, got to give you guys an update. So last week we were talking about singer Usher and the settlement that he had with an accuser who accused him of giving her herpes. Mm. And he settled with her for $1 million. Well, there's a second accuser that has come forward, and I have a feeling there's going to be more in the near future. Now, she came forward saying that he exposed her to herpes, and she actually was suing for $10 million. Well, after allegedly being tested positive, she now wants $20 million. So according to TMZ, the woman who is named in legal documents as Jane Doe immediately got tested for the STD after she saw reports online that Usher was infected. Now, TMZ originally broke this story, and the woman claimed she had unprotected unprotected sex with the singer earlier this year. And now she wants at least $20 million for emotional harm and distress. Rishon, how do you feel about this? It's a whole lot of money, first off. But at the second time, where does the responsibility come in on your part, young lady? Just because he didn't tell you he didn't have nothing, why are you still out here having unprotected sex? So to ask for that amount of money and you had some part in this, stop. Well, I agree with you in terms of we all should be uh, protecting ourselves. She wasn't right. I think that, you know, people get so caught up in the celebrity status of, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, it's Usher, you know. I get it. He doesn't have anything. It's you Usher. <laughs> but you also have to keep in mind, I'm sure there are so many celebrities and athletes oh, and public figures now. that have STDs come because they now. have access to everything everything, and everybody. Do you think Charlie Sheen is the only actor in Hollywood with HIV? I do not. No, absolutely not. I bet. No, all them celebrities is just nasty, okay? Gosh. Come on. Well, I, I wouldn't go that far. Let me put it like this. I would rather have sex with a porn star over just your A-list celebrity because at least porn stars get tested regularly. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. That's by law. <laughs> so listen, all of you out there, if you ever have an encounter with a celebrity, wrap, wrap it, it up. up. <laughs> all right, guys, well, but we're going to take a break. 
So that's going to conclude our entertainment news. But we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about living your best life and conquering your fears and living fearlessly. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We are back on Unapologetic. That was Jay Jalove. Yeah, no fear. No fear. And that's what we're talking about today, having no fear. And in case you guys are wondering what inspired this topic, it's because Rayshawn and I conquered a fear today. And we went skydiving for the first time. 10,000 feet in the air. 10,000 feet in the air. So it inspired us to have this conversation because I feel like so many people are often stuck in positions because of fear. Mm-hmm. And after this experience, and I can say for the most part, I don't have a lot of fear. And Rayshawn and I talked about this before because of my life experiences and because of, you know, your life experiences, Rayshawn, we, we really don't have a whole lot of fear because for me, some of my worst fears happened yeah. and I had to go through them. Right. So I'm like, well, what there's, else? right. What else? Yeah, what you know else? what I'm saying? Exactly. So, you know, for me, this was something that was on the bucket list and I know, Rayshawn, this is something you recently added. Yes, I did. And I almost wanted to go bungee jumping, but I'll take skydiving. Well, yeah. It's all the same. Yeah, we, we, we talked about that bungee jumping defined. thing earlier. Here but, we go. You know. <laughs> but um, basically, we conquered that fear. And yeah. we just want to inspire everyone out there to go after whatever it is that they want. want. Life is too short. Because the only reason why I, I'm more excited than I did it now because I just had a birthday. And I love birthdays. Birthdays are like the most special thing because not everybody gets one. And yes. it's a blessing when you do. Absolutely. And, you know, the older you get, the more you realize, like, what have I done what I have not done? Like, you know, I really, I live life, but am I really living life? You know what I mean? So you just got to stop being afraid. I think a lot of people survive but they're not living. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know if a lot of people understand that difference. Like, you're surviving. Exactly. But you're not living. No. You, you're just letting life live you. You're not mm-hmm. living life. Mm-hmm. And with this whole bump, well, you jump a little, this whole skydiving thing, it's kind of like after you jump out of a plane at 10,000 feet, is there really anything else that you really afraid of at this point? Well, I, I can think of one thing I'm still afraid of. Okay, so what are you afraid of? Police officers. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. So, which is funny because obviously I, I must be afraid too. Because on our way back, I was like slightly speeding, and there's this cop, and I'm like freaking out, like, "Oh my god, Rashawn, Rashawn!" And I'm like, I guess I'm afraid of cops too. Yeah, um, like, but you got some coke in the car. It's calm down. You, you straight? No, but I think but mine nah. is more. Look, I don't need any. Thing causing my insurance rates to go up. I know that's I've worked right. very hard to keep them low. We in Michigan, some of the highest in the country. I know, not the highest. We won't talk about that today. No. Let's, let's stay on topic. On topic, right? So another topic. But as far as having fear, I guess now, ever since I did this, my biggest fear would be failure. Like I just don't want to fail at anything that I do. I'm all. That's anything that I do. I'm always afraid of failing. That used to be a fear of mine, but I'm not afraid of failing anymore because I've failed a few times. And I'm not ashamed to say that because I am an overachiever. I will admit that. I have always been an overachiever and I've always been disappointed in myself if I felt like I didn't reach my fullest potential or I didn't reach a goal. But after trying things and failing, 
I didn't feel as bad about it because I was like, I tried it. And I feel like you fail when you don't when even you don't try. try. Because if you don't try, you don't know what will happen. And with every failure that I had, there was some type of a lesson behind it. So it wasn't a complete loss. It was like, okay, I know how to do something better. I know what not to do in the future. So I, I encourage everyone to start it, do it, go after it. And not let that voice in your head get to you because you will fail. I'm going to tell you right now. You're going to fail right. at something. No one is perfect. Jay-Z has failed at things. Oh, definitely. Bill Gates has failed at things. Definitely. So everyone has, has failed and has had a loss moment. at something. And I guess when I say failure is I don't want to fail me. I, I have, you know, a certain type of goal for myself. And I just want to make sure that I don't fail me at the end of the day. Because I still gonna have to be me at the end of the day, regardless of what it is that I do. But I understand what you mean about, you know, you're going to fail. You can't be afraid to try. That's my thing with people. I don't get down on you if you're afraid. Hell, that's life. Life is scary. You know what I'm saying? But it's you, your lack of not trying is where I fought you at. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, if you're afraid, be afraid, but still give it a try. Yeah. A good friend of mine once told me, mm. you miss 100% of the shots that you, you don't, don't take. don't take fear. False events appearing real. That's all fear is. So, and I think fear has stopped a lot of people from just becoming great. Mm-hmm. I, I think some people are afraid of failure, but then you have those people I think that are afraid of success. If you know what that means, yeah. Like because now you got to produce and you got to keep producing, and people are watching you and they're looking at your every move. That can be scary too. I oh, yeah. get it, but you can't let it stop you. You can be afraid. Don't be frozen. That was a quote from me. And that was very passionate. <laughs> I felt the intensity. <laughs> ah, whatever stays. No, Somebody but that, that was a great point. But yeah. I do think a lot of people are afraid of success because, as you said, they're expecting people to always have eyes on them to Definitely. try to exceed whatever it was that they were successful at. So and I get you, that. And, you know, people always want more. Like, you did this one thing and it was great. I and mean, now people want more of it. Like, okay, you did that already. You want more. It's always more and always more. And you always have to outdo it the last time you've done it before. But you can't let it stop you. Like you said, you have to go. Even if you fail, hey, at least you tried. So what was one of your worst fears? One of my worst fears in life. That came true or that happened. That came true. It was losing a loved one. Um, when I lost my dad, because uh, we all know it's going to happen. From it's just gonna happen, um, and we never know when. We're never prepared. So, because I, I always say, if I lost a parent, that um, like I go crazy. That's always my biggest fear: just losing a parent. And when it happened, it was kind of like wow. Like I knew this would happen, but I just didn't expect it to happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it, again, nothing you want to go through. That's anything that you're afraid of. It's nothing. But looking back on it. After his death, it just made me stronger because I had to become more independent and rely on me. Not that I say, like, oh, my life is so much great now that he's gone. But it, it, it's, like you said, after the fear of going through something, when you come back out of it and look back on it, you're proud of yourself. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're going to take another quick break, but when we come back, I will reveal what one of my biggest fears was and when it came true, how I handled it. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. That was Bone Crusher with Never Scared. That was the song, wasn't it? Yeah, tell me about tomorrow. Ratchet Day. Where is Bone Crusher? Uh, One of those one-hit wonders. Yeah, but he left us a hell of a hit, didn't he? He did. He uh, did. He was not scared. I wonder what he when Sky died. I don't <laughs> think he did. So I wonder would he? Oh, well, possibly. Well, that song was perfect for our topic tonight. We're talking mm-hmm. about living fearlessly. And before we went to break, I was going to reveal one of my biggest fears and when it actually happened and how I overcame it. So one of my biggest fears was being heartbroken. Mm. Yes. And when I tell you... Such a girl. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt bad, guys. Like, it, it, it hurt. And, and that was always one of my biggest fears because, you know, I'm so tough. I'm so strong. Like, I'll never let a guy hurt me. I'll never put myself in that type of position to get hurt. And then it happened. And no it's like, oh, you... <laughs> you. Yeah. So how long ago was this? How old were you when you said? I was 17. Oh, that doesn't count. Every, oh, it counts. I'm going to tell you why it counts. heartbroken. I know, but I'm going to tell you why. No, you know, I was 18. I mean, not that that's a big difference, but I, I was 18. Okay. But I'm going to tell you why it counts. Because it hurt for so long, and it took a long time for me to get over it. How long was the it's relationship? A, the relationship was about three years. But for me, it took a long time to get over it because I had never given anyone that much of myself in terms of my love, my trust, because I always had this attitude of I'll never let anyone get that close to me. And it affected me so badly that not until recently, I can say that I have allowed someone else to get that close to me. Well, that's beautiful. So... Wait, if you were 17 at the time, and 18. you said 18, sorry, mm-hmm. and you say you just now recently, mm-hmm. that's a long time, say. It's a long time. Don't get me wrong. I've, you know, I've loved. Yeah, but not like but that. But I've never given someone 100% of myself gotcha. again, where I was completely open. Like, I always had a, some type of a guard up. I always had, like, this armor of protection. Fear. Fear, right. Yeah. I had this fear, fear that someone is going to hurt me again. So... I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that may not want to admit, but that's one of their fears, too. Because I feel like there's so many people that I know personally, and they all happen to be men. No shade to the men. I'm just saying the men I know, a lot of them, I feel, are afraid of being hurt, and so they won't commit. Well, I feel like she's just trying to take a direct shot at me. You're, no, Because she's looking right at me with these eyebrows um, while no, she's saying this. No, not at all. No, not at all. I'm talking about other men that I know. Now, if it applies, then, you know. Oh, shut up. The shoe fits. Wear it. But, no, seriously, there's a lot of, you know, people out there, period, though, that I think are afraid of, you know, they, getting heartbroken. They live in that, you know, kind of what they call denial. Like, you know... Me, I'm single, but I enjoy being single. But I don't parade it. You know how some people say, oh, hashtag single life. I love being single. Love me. Love me. I think those are the people that are afraid of um, either commitment or getting hurt. Yeah. Me, I'm afraid of commitment, not necessarily getting hurt. Yeah. Well, for me, how I overcame it 
was I let my guard down. Okay. But I made that decision to let my guard down because I said it's not fair to basically punish anybody else that I've dated, you know, or anyone else that I date because of what this one person did. So I had to say, you know what? I got to take a chance. Just like you take a chance at, you know, a job. Or jumping out of a plane. Or jumping out of a plane or whatever it is. (laughs) I got to take a chance on this in terms of real love. And I'm going to give my heart and everything else that comes along with it for love because I want to experience real, true, genuine love. And I'm so glad that I did that. Now, I hope and I pray that I don't have to go through that type of heartbreak again. But if I do, I'll be okay because I went through it before and I overcame it. And, and, and do you see what happens when you overcome your fears? You learn something. Absolutely. Because I always tell people when they always talk about my driving. Because, okay, I don't think I'm a crazy driver. Well, let me confirm. Yes, you are. See, you crazier than me. No. Okay, but then I always tell people who complain about my driving when we get to our destination. But did you die? So what you talking about? See what I'm saying? Quit being afraid. Stop. Just go for the ride. I don't want to die. So I don't want you to die. We go be all right. Stop being the scared. Because now you learn something after that. I, you either learn to buckle up or don't ask me to drive no one no <laughs> Or one of the two. You learn something. Or take your nerve pills, oh, as my grandmother God. would say. But now, I, I, I want our listeners, our few but many, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't want y'all to go in here and think that every fear you got to. Because there is a difference between fear and a phobia. So, like me, I'm claustrophobic. Don't put me in a tight spot. I'm going to freak the hell out. I'm just going to tell you that. that. And that's one phobia that I really don't have to conquer because I, I don't know what I would gain from conquering my fear of claustrophobia. But don't be afraid to live life is kind of what we're telling you guys. Yeah. Don't this, hold yourself yes. back from a possibly a great experience or opportunity because you're afraid. And then you have to stop. We have a lot of thinkers in the world. And I like thinkers. Thinkers are great people because they make the world move. But we need more doers. And like I told Stacy during a break, I think one thing that helped me with the skydiving this morning is I was going off like on two hours of sleep. So I was like dead tired. Like it was early in the morning. My mind is not all the way awake. I wasn't even thinking about what I was doing until like I'm actually like, oh, God, I'm suspended in the air right now. What did I just do? You just can't think about it. If you think about it, you're not going to do it. So I saw this movie and gosh, what is the name of it? It's such a good movie. Meet the Millers. Huh. Do you guys okay. remember Meet the Millers? I remember. Did you I, see Meet the Millers, I Ellen? I remember the commercials. <laughs> okay. Never saw them. It's Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hilarious. If you guys get a chance to check it out on Netflix, please check it out. Like, it's one of the funniest movies, like, I've ever seen. But I remember there was a scene in the film where the dad, Mr. Miller, was encouraging his son to get over his fear of kissing this girl. And he's like, just count to three and just do it. He was like, whatever it is that you're afraid of, count to three and just do it. And I took something from that because I'm like, stop overthinking. Because I feel like as women, sometimes it's just a part of our makeup. Like we overanalyze, we overthink. Where men are more impulsive. We just do. Just do it. And so I know for myself, I've probably missed out on some opportunities because I over, you know, thought about it. I overanalyzed it. And what I took from that movie was stop overthinking 
and count just, to three and, and just, just do, do it. it. Now, don't be foolish, yeah. okay? No, because no, no. there is a big difference between going after something and then just living mindlessly and foolishly and just <laughs> being out here living on a prayer. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> so, if it's, what I always say, if it's not illegal, immoral, if it hurts you or no one else, go for it. You should not be afraid to do it. And then, Stace, I heard you talking about just doing it and quit overthinking because then you had those people that just say well I'm cautious no you're scared cautious you can still do it and be mindful of what you're doing that's being cautious just not to do it because you're going to use the guys as cautious no you just scared okay let's talk about that for a moment because fear is designed to protect us so that feeling that we get before we do something it's designed right. there it's to our protect natural us, defense right, mechanism. so that we won't harm ourselves. Definitely. It's completely normal. What I'm saying is don't allow those few seconds to allow you to miss out on possibly years. Life-changing experience. Or, like, yep. of a life-changing experience. Because so many people get caught up in those few seconds of that feeling that they miss out on something great. Definitely. So if you are a cautious person... What I do encourage you to do, because I, you know, I'm a little cautious too. Yes, love. But you just want to research yep. and trust your gut. I always say trust your gut. I trust my gut more than I trust my mind. And the reason why I say that is because my mind will take me so many places because I will sit there and overanalyze and overthink, just like I talked about. But my gut instincts never steer me wrong. I go for vibe. And, and how I feel about a situation. Because if I say, like, you ever had them days where you say, I ain't going to leave the house today. And then you do leave the house and everything go wrong. Oh, yeah. And then you be like, see, this is why I shouldn't have left the house but, today. But you know what I do? I get in my car and I go home. Yep, I there go have been home. so many times where I've been out, like you said, and everything's just going wrong. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, okay. I'm not supposed to be in this environment mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Let me go home. So let me go home. Let me sit still. And redo it again. Exactly. But you can't be afraid to look at like that's how it happened to me. I think it is what time I said, I ain't gonna leave the house today. When it gets my better judgment, left the house, I hit this kid on a bike. I didn't mean to hit the kid. He's okay. He got back up. But right after you hit somebody, you just wanna go the hell home. So that's did, exactly did you go home? Okay. I went straight home. I, I tell you that. And I say that because now I I, I you can't overthink it. You can't you know, psych yourself out because I can be afraid and I left the house again. But no, like you said, you go with your gut. My gut says stay home. I should have stayed home. Listen to your instincts, people. But you can't let your fear control your life. Exactly. So that's the moral yes. of today's topic. And Do not allow fear. Me and this one are two of the most cautious, careful. Uh uh-uh, uh. I ain't feeling that type of people ever. And we jumped out of a plane this morning at 10,000 feet. Don't tell us what the hell we can't do. There's nothing. Nothing. We can't do. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. And I hope you guys go out there and live life a little less fearless. I was kind of afraid when we came in here. But I got over my fear. And look, I'm glad I did. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So lame. Okay, guys. Thanks again for tuning in. So until next time, live your best life. And try to live fearlessly. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Later. Peace out.